Hey there, and welcome to the Marketing SOS Show. My name is Eric Yee, and I am here to help you with any marketing problems that you encounter in your life or your business life. And today, we have an interesting question from Laura. And to be quite honest, when I started this show, I never expected to get any questions about finger puppets or a finger puppet business. But like I said in every episode, I'm here to help you no matter how big or how small or how interesting your business is, I'll help you get an answer and I want to help you succeed. And to anyone out there listening that has a question for me, the email is eric at marketingsos.ca. It's simple. Drop me a line and we'll answer it on an upcoming show. This week, Laura's question is really interesting. She has a finger puppet business selling in person and online and she's looking to take it to the next level. She wants more money and to work less, which I think is the magic formula that we're all looking for. So let's see if we can help Laura achieve it just after this music break. So Laura writes, Hi Eric, a few years ago I started selling genre finger puppets online through Etsy, local flea markets, and craft shows. Things are going okay, and it has been something of a side hustle of mine, but I'm hoping to increase the amount of income I can bring in through this. I have a basic Etsy shop that makes a few sales per month, but the bulk of my sales comes in person at these craft shows. I set up a basic table, and the children usually see my puppets and drag their parents over. It can be exhausting attending these shows and spending all day there. I would like to A, increase the amount of income I generate from these trade shows, and B, earn more money through Etsy so that I can attend less shows. Any input on how to do this would be appreciated. So Laura, let's start at the trade shows. If you're just selling these things one finger puppet at a time, you should really look at bundling. And bundling in the way of building a perception that customers are getting a deal or leaving money on the table. For example, if each finger puppet costs $5, why not sell three finger puppets for $12? That way the customer thinks they're saving $3. But in reality, instead of just buying that one finger puppet they were planning to, they're giving you an extra $7 that you wouldn't have otherwise gotten. And depending on the materials and the cost to make these finger puppets, you still may be making a positive margin if you can do that. So check your margins and see if that still makes sense. If you'd like to move higher volumes of products for less margin, but overall increasing the dollars earned. So when you're looking at your margins, look at how many you also sell typically per transaction. And now we can figure out how much to kind of bundle these for. If you don't have any data on that for the next few weeks or months, start tracking that. Track how many items or finger puppets you're selling per transaction and then look at bundling them. Now, what I also assume you have a, a basic table at these trade shows so if your budget allows for it, maybe get a more colorful table runner. And a table runner just means like a sheet or cover you put on like a basic wooden table that the event usually provides to make it more custom, on brand, or colorful to attract people to your booth. What kind of table signage do you have? One thing I think that can be intimidating at a lot of these places is people don't want to get sucked into talking to a vendor and then feel like they have to commit to buying something just because they've talked to you for five minutes. So get some table signs that can communicate prices and those bundle deals with font big enough to be read and understood from several feet away. This way people can walk by, kind of understand what they're committing to, and decide whether they want to approach you without having to get 
this idea of commitment in their head. So if you're getting more foot traffic, but not really getting the sales, you should really see what other vendors are doing to bring people to their booths. Maybe have a ballot box with a contest to win a set of Star Wars or Avenger finger puppets that may bring in additional people who wouldn't otherwise walk over. They might just walk over just to enter that contest. So similar to the bundles idea before, can you sell your finger puppets in sets that could give you larger transaction totals? So the Avengers movie just came out, Avengers Endgame, maybe sell an Avengers set or a Star Wars set, something like that, where people might buy something bigger. Make sure you round it down to a like a like a make sure you round it down to an even number so people don't have to do the math and show that they're getting value by buying the sets. That'd be cheaper to buy the set than buy them all individually. Now, one other area you can look at, Laura, is sell a little more than just finger puppets. Look at stocking non-finger puppet related items as well on these tables. So if you're selling finger puppets to kids, you could also put like genre suckers or genre pencils, erasers, toothbrushes, etc. on there. Especially at different times of the year, like back to school, pencils and erasers could be great to have as add-on sale items. Look at testing these small items, and these could be add-on sales. And you don't need to make them by yourself. Buy them wholesale. This way, they're probably cheaper. You don't have to learn how to make pencils. Don't have to learn how to make erasers. Buy a huge box and start adding them to your assortment. Now, when you're selling these finger puppets, are there any callbacks you can put into the bag to give to these customers? Maybe a coupon with a discount if you come next time or free shipping if they order within your city from your Etsy store? I am assuming finger puppets can ship via letter mail and you can build the price of postage into your margins for your product. Now, aside from the trade show, do you have a website to direct people to or just your Etsy store? So at trade shows, it'd be great if you could say, hey, go to my fingerpuppet.com website instead of like finger or instead of etsy.com slash fingerpuppets123 store. Now, let's start with Etsy and we'll get to the reasons I want you to have your own website a little bit later. So to rule on Etsy, you should have great product photography. You need well-written descriptions, clear product names, and your keywords need to be on point. Again, with Etsy, look at bundling by the quantity and genre that I mentioned earlier. If you're ambitious, you can look at using Etsy ads to promote your products at certain times of the year or to the right audience. Experiment and see if you can make a profit doing this. Now, I apologize, Laura, but I'm not sure what the finger puppet market looks like or who the players are. But do you have a simple e-commerce website as well? You could try to direct craft show customers here for that free shipping we mentioned earlier. And for Etsy customers, you could do a similar discount off their next purchase or free shipping, but push them to your website instead of Etsy. So in the package that you're sending them from the Etsy transaction, you put in something that would direct them to your standalone website. Now, I'm not sure if that's against the terms of service for Etsy, but you should check it out to make sure you're okay. Now, with your own website, you won't pay those Etsy listing fees potentially have lower transaction costs and you can have more control of your shop and you can even potentially tie yourself into other marketplaces as well and sell there besides just etsy so laura thank you so much 
your question. It was fun. I mean, it's not every day that you get to give someone advice on how to improve their finger puppet business. And to be quite honest, it's a lot of fun. And I got to walk around a few flea markets looking at how different people had setups to give you a good answer for this. So I appreciate you writing in. And I appreciate everyone listening. And if you have any questions or if there's any way I can help you, please feel free to email me at eric at marketingsos.ca. I'm here for you. I'll get your back. And we'll tackle whatever problems you have together. Thank you for listening and have a good one.